All right, all right, all right. All right, here we go, here we go. Oh, 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 oh okay. Don't interrupt the process. I'm interrupting. <laughs> all right, here we go, for real this time. Okay, okay, okay. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, maybe more. My name is Michael, as usual, and with me, as always, is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Mike. I'm good. It's Sunday. It's normally a yeah. Saturday we record, but today it's Sunday. It's a bit different, so you know, it's it's weird. Yeah, that's on me. Um, I had a really funky week where I just like. I wasn't feeling much of anything. Like motivation was a little bit low. My energy levels were low, and I really wanted to finish a certain game that we're going to talk about later today. Um, mm. I really wanted to finish it, and I was yep. putting in like an hour to a night. You know, I was like, okay, if I stay on pace each day of the week, I'll be able to finish it with a couple days in between before it's time to record the podcast. But life hit me in the face and slapped me around a little bit. I was like, yep, nope, you're not going to play anything. Um, so I didn't play it for a few days and I just was like, you know what? I need the Saturday to catch up. I'm going to play it. I'm going to beat it. And I did. So I'm ready to uh, talk about that. But of course, um, since this is a nerd based podcast, it does tend to go more towards the video game front, but you know what? Let's start off with things that we've been watching. Um, and I'm pretty sure, even though you didn't put it on your list, that you've been watching this as well. Um, yeah. I am all caught up. For once, I am caught up on something that is current in the Marvel um, space. My God, is that is that true? It is. Um, of course. Is, is, is this a is this a weird episode of What If? <laughs> what if Mike is caught up? <laughs> it is, but this one is the reality. This is the actual version of events. Um, but yes, What If? Um, the animated show that is on uh disney plus has absolutely blown me away uh, this, what, this what if it was actually good um then we would be having this same discussion uh, right, cool. <laughs> because it's absolutely amazing <laughs> it is absolutely good <laughs> um, i don't know how you felt about it but this last episode with dr strange mm-hmm. like it broke me like emotionally like i felt <laughs> i don't know if it was the week i've been having or what but i was like invested from start to finish mm-hmm. um and Sad reality is that I still have not even seen the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, really? I've never seen a Doctor Strange movie. I wanted to see it, and then there was something along the lines of, I can't watch it without Selena type deal, um, Mm. but she's not all caught up on everything. So then we started down the path of watching the Marvel movies, and Doctor Strange still hasn't happened yet in our chronological watch through. So I still Mm. have not watched it, but this, holy moly, I was emotionally invested in this last episode. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a great, great episode. I, it, it's one of those I, I liked the concept when I watched it, but but I was also thinking, 
how, how what's going to happen? How is this going to end? What the what the hell is going on here? And, and I really really love that whole aspect of it. Um, I really like this series so far, and and I definitely hope that uh, there will be. I mean, we haven't even finished the first season of this. I, I, I already right now. I'm like, I want more. I want mm-hmm. more seasons. You, they can continue doing this for 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 my sake if they can continue making some 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 great stories. Yeah, it's it's really well done. Even the one before it, which is the. Um what if the world lost its mightiest heroes like mm-hmm. that one was really cool too like i was really involved in that i was like and then when you found out who did it i was like wait really that guy mm-hmm. like all these heroes couldn't stop that guy but i mean intelligence right so <laughs> mm. yep um i yep. don't know if you've heard it but some people are hoping that this will spark something on the other side of things and that maybe we could possibly get a what if star wars like, mm. wouldn't that be kind of cool? I don't like Star Wars, so I don't know. Marty, uh, <laughs> this is not that universe where you don't like Star Wars. If you didn't like Star Wars, I don't know if we'd be doing this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it could be really, really cool. And, I, and and to be fair, I think with you know a lot of established uh, universes, you could do this and on any one of them, I think, and and make something amazing out of it. Just mm-hmm. imagine, because I know we both lo- uh, love the Warcraft universe. Imagine doing something over there with like, what if this happened instead? And uh, you know, I, I think I think you can do this with a lot of uh, of universes mm-hmm. and and get some great get some great content out of it. But yeah, Star Wars, I, I wouldn't say if if it's this qual uh, this um, high quality, then I would not say no to it. Yeah, I, I would love to see a situation where. We have, like, what if Anakin never turned to the dark side? Or mm-hmm. in the Warcraft world, like, what if Garrosh didn't do anything wrong? Oh, wait, that's the <laughs> canon version. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, what if? I'm really enjoying it, and I want to see more. I'm really invested in it. Yep, loving it, loving it. All right. Let's uh, ship on over to your side of things. Sure, okay. I've been watching uh, some fantasy. Uh, I don't know if you know about this. It's a Netflix show now called Shadow and Bone. I don't know much about it. I know that mm. it exists. That's pretty much it. You know that it exists. Yeah. yeah. I've been I've been watching it so far, and, and I'm like mostly positive uh okay. in, i'm enjoying it uh it does have that little thing where you, you know it's based on a book and you can feel sometimes that things are moving a little bit fast characters are falling for each other quite fast uh things like that where you're like hey didn't they just meet and now they're almost in love what, what is this that's how it um, happens okay that's oh, how okay. love happens instantaneous okay. it's inst- instantly yes and the moment you look realizes, at somebody yeah what if um <laughs> So, but, but overall, really, really enjoying it. I, I love how the magic looks. Um, they have a, you know, a lot of the times when you see magic, people just do magical stuff, and it, uh, you know, and it, it's very visual and mm-hmm. things. And it's it's also very visual here. But what I really love is they have the whole uh, somatic uh, aspect to, to it as well. That they have to move their hands, and if their hands are restrained, then they can't. Ah, necessarily okay. cast magic and stuff like that and um I, I really really love that aspect of it um and but but yeah overall i'm, I'm still not done with it I, I still have two episodes uh left to go mm-hmm. um but overall just really really enjoying it i, I i'm not sure completely sure i have a i can figure out what's going to happen uh, which is probably also a good thing uh, <laughs> but no really really enjoying it uh but i do feel like maybe i should go read the book instead it does feel like as I said, it moves a little bit fast. It feels like there will be more, you know, a little bit more uh, detail 
in the books.、Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know if if I'm remembering this correctly, but back when we talked about the、um, what's it called, there was that、uh, Disney Plus event where they were talking about all the things coming to Disney Plus, and there was the Star Wars stuff. I feel like there was a show on there called Shadow and Bone. And then when I saw this initially, I was like, "Wait, why are people talking about this already? It hasn't even like we haven't heard anything about it." So I don't know if that show, if I'm remembering the name correctly, or if I have it mixed up somewhere, or whatever. But I just feel like I keep getting I the two mixed up. I don't remember. I don't remember what that might be. A Star Wars show? Yeah, it was part of like there was like、um, that screen that had a bunch of different titles. Like you had like The Apprentice on there. It had、uh, mm. all those different shows, and I'm pretty sure I saw one that said Shadow and Bone, but I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. I'm gonna have to go back in time and look it up. Yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't ring a bell. All right, cool.、Um, fantasy stuff, always fun.、Um, just don't compare、mm-hmm. it to anything else.、Uh, fantasy stuff, because then you're almost always disappointed. If you are a huge Lord <laughs> of the Rings fan, and then it's not Lord of the Rings fantasy, then you're like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, I think it's 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 not like high fantasy. They do have like、uh, trains and and,、okay. and stuff like that as well. So you know, it's probably a little bit closer to like a. a um, I, I, I was. I was about to say probably a bit closer to Harry Potter, but then not really.、Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it does have a little bit you know early industrial industrial、um, you know feeling to it.、Mm-hmm. Okay.、Um, one thing that's a little bit weird is that. When when you know all the main characters are young people,、mm-hmm. and then every everyone else is just old older people. Not not old people, but people who are just a little bit older than them. So so, so when a lot of the time they're matched up, it looks so weird that you know this young guy has、uh, a, a a bar or a club or whatever. He's he's the owner, and then the people he's talking to is like just、mm-hmm. way older than him. And that's so it has that a little bit weird. That I, I think this is like you know a, a little bit、uh, you know what's it called you know young. Adult uh, uh, books, whatever they're called,、uh, that genre.、Yeah. genre. Um, that that so it, it feels a bit odd sometimes, but yeah. Okay. Overall, really, really enjoying it. Good fun. All right. Um, the last thing that I kind of watched was the other night when I couldn't find anything to play or I didn't have any motivation. I just put on a movie, and I put on a bit of an older movie which I had only seen. Bits of here and there, and I haven't seen it in many, many years since pretty much it was like first coming out, which is 2005. I watched Corpse Bride, which is a、mm-hmm. Tim Burton film along the lines. It's almost like a spiritual successor to The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is one of my favorite movies of all time.、Um, I absolutely love that movie, and this one has,、um, in true Tim Burton fashion, it has Johnny Depp in it because you can't have a Tim Burton、mm-hmm. film other than Batman without Johnny Depp.、Um, <laughs> and it has、um, Helena Bonham Carter. It has a few other big names too. Christopher Lee, who we talked about fantasy earlier, was in Lord of the Rings as Saruman.、Um, it has Emily Watson in it, and it is a fun, if not a bit depressing, and a bit.、Um, Strange、uh, animated movies have a really weird way of making things that might be a little bit creepy in terms of、uh, personality flaws of people into a fun, enjoyable ride of things. Because the idea is that spoilers coming up.、Uh, he, the main character Victor, is set to be married. And he's falling for the girl they have never really met before, but it's almost like one of those marriages that are、um, 
it's arranged for the benefit of both the families type deal. And mm-hmm. he never met her. He's nervous, but they meet each other and they both put each other at ease and all that good stuff. And then he's practicing his vows in the middle of the forest and accidentally puts the ring on a corpse hand. And the corpse hand comes out. The bride comes up and she's like a bit clingy to say the least. Um, and she drags him down to wherever she is from. And it becomes this whole situation where she wants to be married to him. He wants to be married to the other girl. Though he starts falling and falling a bit for the corpse bride as well. There's a bunch that goes into it. It's a little bit quirky. It's a little bit weird. But if you put all that on the back burner and just take it for what it is, it's enjoyable. It's fun. Uh, not quite as good as The Nightmare Before Christmas, in my personal opinion. But... I mm-hmm. still enjoyed it enough to watch it, and I watched it all the way through. I had a good time. The thing is that um, I just had to Google it. I think I worked at the cinema uh, back when this came mm-hmm. out, um, and I do remember it, and I have a feeling that I've seen it because, you know, this is right down my alley, but I don't remember it at all. <laughs> yeah, like that's why I was watching it, and I was like, I don't remember this, but I remember seeing parts of it. So it's mm. um, if you haven't seen it and you like Tim Burton and you like stop motion animation as well as things like uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, check it out. Like it's it's fun. Um, you can watch it with the kids too. It is a bit dark, but you can watch it with them as well. Awesome. I might I might watch it with myself. I'm a kid <laughs> by heart. All right. At least that works. So. That works. <laughs> I have you been playing games, Mike? Have you actually? been playing games yeah um i've been playing games um do you want me to go first with the game i've been playing because i played it for just a little bit sure i played it for just a little bit um i reached out on it's a new one right no hd (laughs) super graphics quite uh, the opposite actually state state of the art gameplay (laughs) um has has microtransactions on twitter i put out a post and i was like hey i've been trying to play this game and i have no energy to play what are your go-to games anybody out there like what are your go-to games when you just want to kind of mindlessly do something you know like sometimes we have like world of warcraft or some people play mobas or shooters or things like that and our friend tom reached out from three extra lives and he was like hey have you tried playing quake it's on xbox game pass and i was like quake you mean you mean doom and he's like no quake it's around the same time period so i went ahead and I downloaded it on the Xbox Game Pass because he said it, it held up surprisingly well. And he was right. It does hold up surprisingly well. Wait, have you never played Quake before? I've never played Quake before. Um, oh my god. That era of PC gaming is not really in my wheelhouse of games that I've experienced. Hmm. Mainly because I didn't have a PC at the time. Uh, it took me until Halo to really get into first person shooters. And even then, at the time, I couldn't do mouse and keyboard for the life of me. And we didn't have a computer, so I was playing on Xbox or PlayStation with my shooters. So Quake, Doom, Duke Nukem, all those games passed me by. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein passed me by. And these are all games that, at least for me, are a little bit difficult to try to get into these days. Because I've tried to get into the Mm. original Doom. Because, like, it's one of those games, right? Like, it's everywhere. It's on your console, it's on your PC, it's on your calculator, it's everywhere. (laughs) 
Oh, I think it's rough, isn't it, today? Yeah, it's a bit rough, I mean, but it's still yeah. a good time from what I've played. Um, it's just sometimes everything blends into, like, the walls due to, like, the textures at the time, and they're very puzzle-like levels where you have to go find a key card and a switch that's mm. embedded in somewhere, but all the hallways look the same, so you don't know where you're at. Um, I played Quake for a bit, I passed a few levels, and I had a good time with what I played. Will I go back to it? Maybe a couple times. Is it something that I really want to invest a lot of time in? No. Mainly because I looked at how many levels there were. I think I went through the first five, and I'm like, how many levels are in this game? And maybe like 12 or 16, right? No, there's like 30-something levels! I was like, goddamn, <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, back, back then, I played all of them when they came out. Like, Wolfenstein, Doom 1... Uh, uh, Quake um, and and Duke Nukem, mm-hmm. um, Duke Nukem, the the 3D Duke Nukem 3D. Uh, I, I played all of those back then, and it was amazing. Yeah, it's it's a time period that I wish I was a part of. Just like the um, like the PC Dungeons and Dragons games, like the Gold Box games way back in the day. Um, hmm. Ultima is something that like I've always wanted to really get into, but then I try it and I'm like, this is very archaic. Um, compared to like modern day standards and I mean they may mm. not be for me now but I can appreciate like what they've done for the entirety of the genres respectively yeah yeah, yeah. and I think both uh, at least Doom uh, has uh, some really good newer versions mm-hmm. of it and, and also Wolfenstein the, the latest games are amazing uh, cannot say the same for Duke Nukem they <laughs> never really uh, <laughs> got to the same heights uh, as they were back then at least not in my opinion but but Doom and, and Wolfenstein are doing really really well these mm-hmm. days yep I, I played through the Doom I beat uh, the new Doom not, not the Doom Eternal which is the second one but the 2016 mm. Doom I think it was I beat that one it was a great time loved it yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, I didn't, I didn't beat it, but I, I did enjoy my time in there. Um, might actually have to go back and, and see if I can finish it off at some point because I really, really enjoyed it. I want to mm-hmm. play the, the the next one. All right, but I see that you have jumped into something that, if it was level based, would have much more than thirty eight levels. <laughs> I did actually jump back into the game that I never finished. I actually never got that that far. Uh, it's The Witcher Three. Um, but originally I played it on PlayStation. Uh, this time mm-hmm. around I actually got it for the PC. It was very cheap. Um, it was like, I don't know, 80% off or something like that. Uh, nice. So I was like, yeah, let's let's get it. Let's try it out on PC. And, and I have to admit that I'm having a way better time with it now. Uh, playing on, with mouse and keyboard now. And I do remember then when I played it with the, with the, on the PlayStation, I didn't like the controls that much. That mm-hmm. really put me so much off that I couldn't, I didn't feel like playing it. Now that I'm playing with mouse and keyboard, I'm actually like, oh, the controls are so much better here than they are on, on, on with the controller. Um, so so, on, so in that part, I'm enjoying the game so much more. Also, um, since the game is a little bit older and, and you know, for the PlayStation, it used to be for the PlayStation originally, um, and SSD helps a lot with loading times <laughs> and with this game it's amazing that when i actually want to fast travel I actually it's actually faster than going there by horse um <laughs> so you know um i'm having a, such a better time with it and I, I only started playing it like yesterday and i'm although and i'm already back up now to to where i um 
they're the furthest I ever got. Um, so really, really enjoying it. it it's such, such, uh, such more, much more enjoyable now. Uh, it is still a large game, and I do think that since I already had the experience uh, with the game and knowing that you know if you want to explore everything. It will take a long while, and just being able to be a little bit more. All right, maybe I should be a little bit more selective, going a little bit more straight <laughs> for for the main story. Definitely helps, uh, at least for me. I mean, not that all the other stuff is not good. It's it's not that. It's just you know you can you can quickly get lost in in this world. Mm -hmm. It's a, such a large world. So, but really, really enjoying it so far. Uh, it's so much better playing it with proper loading speeds and and good controls. Nice. I have The Witcher 3 on PC as well. I have it on Steam. Uh, I haven't given it a go. I've only ever tried The Witcher 2. Mm. And I couldn't get into the combat. Um, as much as I tried, like, just the way that it all worked, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. And that really turned me off because there is quite a bit of combat in the game. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, but I didn't like the way that combat was run. So I couldn't get into it, and I haven't returned to the series since then, mainly because who jumps into the third movie and is like, yeah, I know what's going on. I haven't played the two other games, to be fair. I've never played them before. I don't know what's going on. I think The Witcher 3 <laughs> is, it's sort of like, I would say like Mass Effect 3 as well that you know if if you have actually played through the first two games and you have know the story and you have the save games and your choices and stuff it gives a completely different experience but you can still mm -hmm. play it as you know let's just jump into the game even though you're new and, and understand what's going on uh, at least for the most part you know um, obviously there are some easter eggs that probably is going over my head that I don't under fully understand but I also feel like you know I've, I've watched the Netflix series and I, and I know the world a little bit um, so I think it, it works it's it's fine. Okay, so uh, from what I understand, it's more of a if you've played the previous games, it enhances mm. your experience yeah, with yeah. this one. Do the story bits, and if it carries over, save data. I, th I think it, games. I think it does because it did it did ask me if I wanted to simulate which two gameplay or, or choices mm. or something like that. So I do feel like that might be something, but I I don't know. I, I have no clue. It might also just be. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how 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 you know that works. If you can do yeah. that, okay, good to know because The Witcher Three is one of those things that it's been on my radar for quite a few years now. But like you mentioned earlier, it is one of those things that you do have to understand that you're creating a time investment there. Mm -hmm. So I just don't know if I'm ready for that right now. According to how long to beat, it's like a 50-hour game. So yeah, it's not something you okay. just you just sit down and, and play in, in, in a few evenings. <laughs> it's a little bit of a commitment. All right. Well, a game that we did play that was pretty much just a few evenings worth of gameplay. Mm -hmm. Um... As everybody might remember, our last episode, we started a new thing where we will pick a game from Xbox Game Pass each episode, and we will play that game. Um, if we beat it, awesome. If we don't, then we explain either maybe it was too long, maybe we just didn't vibe with it, what happened, uh, maybe we're still playing it, type deal. But Marty last week chose Hades, which I absolutely love, and he was a little bit mixed on it, mm -hmm. to say the least. Uh, and I chose the next game, and I chose Dishonored, mm -hmm. which is a bit of an older game at this point. I think it's 2016 or something like that. Um, it's a bit on the older side. Um, actually, it might be older than 2016, but I have to say that it still holds up. Um, but Dishonored is an action stealth-based game 
2012. He, 2012. Wow, <laughs> quite quite back in the in the time frame. That being said, it holds up amazingly well. Yeah. Um, at least on PC, but due to the art style, I think that it would actually probably still hold up on console as well. Um, but yeah, Dishonored. Uh, initial thoughts and impressions are at least on my end that it's a it's a win for me. My expectations were super, super low. I have to say this. Going into this, my expectations were super, super low because I actually, I remember that, was it the PlayStation 4 when it came out? One of the first games that were out for it was actually Dishonored 2. Mm-hmm. And I got it. I played it for th- for not even 30 minutes. Did not enjoy it at all. Um, <laughs> and ended up just selling it to, to uh, giving, I think I just gave it to a friend, basically. Um, it, it It was not for me. Uh, back then um, mm-hmm. so going into this my expectations were really really low but I think that if I had played Dishonored 2 with a mouse and keyboard back then then I might actually have enjoyed it way more because again uh, jumping in I think just controls is, is so so important especially yeah. for me um, so jumping into this and just playing the first level I was like oh my god this is so so cool and and you know how it works you have some abilities you can you know shadow step sort of into a, another location and um that is that is basically you know your main ability you shadow step in and you up up on walls and, and stuff like that and, and you can move around fairly quickly mm-hmm. like that and i just loved it loved it from the first first 30 minutes and all the way through to the end uh loved that type of gameplay um yeah i i when i was trying to figure out the game or at least a game for us to play, I was trying to find something that I thought would fit into your wheelhouse because you had chosen Hades and you weren't a huge fan of it. I was like, let me not choose something that he might not be a big fan of again because then he's not going to want to do the segment anymore because he's just like, everything we keep picking sucks. I don't want to do it. Um, so me knowing that you're a fan of the Hitman games and things like that, um, I didn't want to go too crazy with the stealth because I wouldn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dishonored was always on my radar before, and I've given it a couple goes um, in the past, and it just wasn't at that time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, let me do a situation where maybe I'm forced to play it a little bit more. And I really enjoyed this one. I really, really did too. Um, so yeah, as I said, I, I loved the gameplay, how it worked. Um, there is... Um... There's a lot of abilities you can pick, and you can mm-hmm. upgrade them a little bit, uh, but majority of them is actually based on killing. Mm-hmm. What I really, really... The, the way... I don't know how you played it, but the way that I enjoyed playing it was... I love stealth games. I love mm-hmm. being able to stealth. If I got discovered, I let myself get killed so I can start over from the checkpoint. Stuff like that. Um because I really, really loved the stealth aspect of it. Uh, I mean, that was a, towards the end. I just sort of wanted to get through it. So sometimes <laughs> I did just end up just killing a, at least a few if, 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 you know, if I couldn't be bothered. But most of the time I was like, just like, all right, let's just get killed. Um, and, and start over. Uh, so I actually ended up not taking a lot of those abilities. And uh, I only upgraded the, the two or three abilities that had to, had to do with stealth. Mm-hmm. Um, and and how to to get through things stealthily. So that's how basically how I completed the game was to you know using the possession to use the rats. I discovered that ability way too late, by the way. And that was like to o- over halfway through, I realized that you know you can possess a rat, run through areas you wouldn't normally have access to, and then 
actually also then you know because you know teleport to that endpoint uh, where your your rat ran to, and I was like, oh my god, if I had known this, you know, earlier, it it would have probably saved me a few headaches. Um, but no, gameplay, absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, just really really enjoyed it. Yeah, I played the first level as no one dying. Uh, I just knocked mm. people out, moved them, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to play this game stealthy. And then the second level happened, and I was like, yep, not going to play this game as stealthy as I'd like. So <laughs> I kind of played it how I played uh, the Batman games, like Arkham Asylum and all that, where I'm as stealthy as I can be for the most part. Mm. But if push comes to shove, I'm going to start whacking people. And when I say stealthy, I don't mean I'm going passive stealth. Like, some people, like, it sounds like you kind of went passive stealth, where you didn't want to have any situations at all. I was killing people left and right stealthily. Like, <laughs> I loved picking those abilities that, like, allowed you to kill people in fun and interesting ways. Um, but mainly, I was blinking, I was using my dark vision, and that's pretty much it. Like, to be honest, like, I had all the other stuff. I had, I didn't even have stop time. Like, there's uh, the ability to oh, slow down time that. or stop mm. time. Um, and from what I've heard, like, if you're going for a true stealth passive stuff, like, that's a good way to go is to get that one. Um, mm. The possession didn't even get it. it. Didn't even unlock it. But I did unlock the rat plague thing where I could summon rats and it would start attacking people. <laughs> uh, that was really fun and I guess like that's part of what I really enjoy was that uh, it's not like Hitman where like Hitman sometimes like when when you do get caught if you're not able to get away relatively quickly then you're quickly overwhelmed uh, yeah. and I didn't feel like that in a lot of the situations I was actually able to fight my way through uh, and sometimes they attack themselves that's fun too so I felt okay with this game, except towards the end, which we'll get into a little bit later. Um, okay. But one thing also that I really enjoyed was the art style. Mm -hmm. um, I had very big Bioshock vibes going on throughout. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> um, and the art style, everyone except for Emily looked like a villain. Mm -hmm. Every single person in the game looked like a villain. And I don't know if it was due to my play style or what, but every single person in the game was a villain. <laughs> so um, I thought it was a wonderful blend of just like it set me up with this idea and then everybody turned out to be against me by the end. Yep. I, I, I do feel like I, I did start to get that feeling quite early on that, hey, this this is too easy. That's something... As something up, you know, the, the game cannot just end with us going through this very, very mm -hmm. easily and just winning everything. And sure enough, um, there, there is a, a traitor too in, in our mists. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> slight spoiler alert. Um, so, so yeah, but, but yeah, no, I, I really, really enjoyed, uh, the, the, the whole story and the world. Uh, because they, a lot of the time, I, I feel like they they went hand in hand. But you know, mm -hmm. a lot of you know, just the, the what's going on in the world was told in the world and and things like that. And nope, just really, really, it, it's amazing. Enjoyed it, enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, one thing that I really liked about the world building here also was like the lore that went in with the world. Uh, 
you can get enough just by doing your missions and like mm-hmm. hearing the people talk but there's so many things in the game that you could read listen to that further flesh out like minor characters sub characters side characters main characters like there are plenty of notes strewn about that be like slackjaw did a b and c and this is how he rose the power and then you come into contact with slackjaw and due to your playstyle, you can choose like do you even go and see slackjaw at all um, what do you do when you find him? Like, do you help him out? Because he think like, when I came across him, he had a quest or something for me. Um, and I killed him instead. <laughs> right? So I was like, I love that the game has this openness to it. And it allows you mm. to do these things. And it can affect the world later on in the levels. Um, the way that you played and the people that you helped slash didn't help. They can provide different things for you. So I love that it's not force fed through you like an overload of information and lore it's optional so you can be Mm. like me and kind of rush through a bit more or you can take a step back and get fully immersed in the world which is um it's built really well like i enjoyed it do you have like a favorite map or or level or whatever um one of them that you want maybe because i have one in mind that i really really enjoyed um go ahead and talk about yours while i think about it (laughs) Okay, I really, really enjoyed the tower where you had to go all the way, mm-hmm. uh, or the I think it was a bridge, right? Bridge uh, with a tower at the end or yeah. something like that. I uh, really, really enjoyed that because there were so many different ways you could approach it and, and different ways you could take and, and with your abilities, how you, how you could just, you know, uh, jump from, uh, you know, uh, small outside the bridge and inside the bridge and, and the tower and stuff like that. Just... I just loved it because it was so open. There were so many different ways to to approach it. One thing that I really like about that that level particularly is that like it's towards the end of the game, so you have your powers. Like whichever ones you have are probably pretty close to maxed out, if not maxed out already. Um, hmm. But I was up on the tower, so I didn't. <laughs> what is it? I forgot. Uh... Uh, the main enemy, the bad guy that we'd been chasing through the entire time. You have the mm. option of killing him or like just kind of knocking him out, right? Mm-hmm. And sparing him. So I thought if I knocked him out, I had to bring the body back with me. <laughs> so i picking him up because I actually knocked him out. I was like, you know what? This will be one of my acts of mercy. Mainly because the outsider had said something. And I was like, let me see what happens if I do this, because I've been killing everybody. So I didn't kill him. And I'm trying to get back to Samuel at the boat, lugging this body around while everyone is on high alert. There's like a bunch of enemies down. And there's a door that if I go through, it makes me drop the body because I transfer between one zone to the next. What I found out was that I could actually use my blink ability with the body that I'm carrying. And I blinked down, took a little bit of fall damage, but was able to kind of skirt around the outside area of the map, like where the ocean is, with the body, get to the boat. And I went to talk to Samuel and I dropped the body in the water. (laughs) like it was not even part of the quest and i was like oh my god i spent all this time figuring this out and this is how it goes (laughs) Uh, but all that being said i think my favorite area um just due to like the gameplay was probably the party um where you're Mm. trying to find out who uh lady Boyle, like the right one is i like that one 
Yeah, I think that's probably second on my list. I really, really enjoyed that as well. Um, a little bit of a, a different pace. Yeah, that was probably the area where I actually, other than the last level, that I died quite a bit as mm. I was trying to figure things out. And I was like, what happens if I do this? And there was one moment I was just running and then I ran and slid and they assumed that I was going to kill somebody. So the entire party started attacking me. It was not pleasant, <laughs> uh, but it was definitely a cool, a uh, cool area for me. I really enjoyed it. Mm, absolutely. Cool, cool level. All right. I think we've talked about pretty much all of the positives. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's move into a little bit of the negatives. And since we were talking a bit about the controls, I'll let you kind of go first on it since there is something there. Yeah. And, and, and I think, and it's 100% down to my play style. Um, sometimes getting around for me at least could be a little bit slow. Mm -hmm. um, and I realize now that probably if I've taken, you know, stop time, it would probably have helped me out quite a bit. Uh, but because, you know, that I'm trying to, to not uh, get too much attention, don't kill anybody, uh, you know, then I'm crouching a lot mm -hmm. through the levels. And that also means that, you know, moving around slowly, even though you have your shadow step, you can't just, you have like an energy bar that you need to also pay attention to yeah. and, and offshoot you can buy potions and stuff like that but you know they, they do run out eventually so I think that's the one of the only very few things that I really really disliked was just you know slow movement speed if that's how you approach the game but again that is probably down to my you know how I like to play the game uh, it's also how I play Hitman it's one of my set the same complaints over there that you know I move so freaking slow through the levels <laughs> um, I did feel that as well a bit because I was trying to be um, like I said, like the game, I still think like even though you're able to go guns blazing, it's still probably not meant for that playstyle. So I was mm. still trying to be stealthy as much as I could, and it is definitely a slower paced um, thing. Now, yeah. some negatives that I have: um, the final area I found to be quite a bit more difficult for me than the rest of the game. Mm. Um, now, after talking to Selena and watching a few videos. Um, it might be because of the playstyle that I had. Um, apparently, now, if this is true, is that if you go around killing a bunch of people throughout the game, then it affects the AI logic towards the end of the game. So because yes. I had gone and killed a bunch of people, there were more enemies in the final space waiting for me because they're like, this guy is killing everybody. We need as many people here as possible. And... I was trying to be stealthy, and the moment I got caught, I was overwhelmed almost instantly. And I was getting <laughs> surrounded from, like, every side. So it took me yeah. quite a few tries, and I was getting very frustrated at a point where I was like, this is, like, such a big spike in difficulty compared to everything else that came before it. What the hell's going on? And then I was like, oh, this may have been by my own design. Yeah. I don't know how that manifests when you, like me, have a low chaos uh, rating and... and um there might just be more, you know, areas closed off and, and traps like that because I do feel like I had to go in and unlock some some doors and areas before I could move further in. So I don't know if that was, you know, mm -hmm. just part of my playstyle or, 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 you know, just how how, how the level is supposed to be. But um, I, I didn't have that much difficulty with it, I, I found, at the last level. Um, I just stealthed, stealthed through um, and had very... I did, I think that level did kill a few people 
um, two or three people in total or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But but besides that, I, I don't feel like I replayed it that many times. Yeah, I, I played it a few times. Mm. <laughs> um, on that note, that final level, um, the ending of the game, at least for me, it felt a bit abrupt. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's because of my choice to uh, pretty much kill everybody that there were... I, I just kind of thought that there would be more dialogue between me and the characters that were at the ending mm. that had formed, um, spoilers, the betrayal. Like, I thought that I would have more conversation with them and they would try to, like, talk their way out of it or give me something to talk about. And it was more of like, nope, I'm killing them in a wonderful way, but nope, they're dead. <laughs> and then the game ends. Like, I... The character said something along the lines of that if I wanted to save, you know, the 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 girl, then I need to pick up the keys, and so it did, and that triggered him attacking me. Um, mm-hmm. Mid sentence, he was saying something, and then I picked up the key because that's what he said, told me to do, so I did. <laughs> um, so I, I don't even know how that all was supposed to do because all of a sudden he just started attacking me. So I was like, all right, well then I'll kill you and i did and then i rescued the girl and you know the you know the end um so yeah i don't know it it just happened so quickly that i didn't really think about it (laughs) so heavy spoilers right now um where was your ending like where did you rescue emily um where yeah like were you inside somewhere were you outside inside okay because i was outside Oh. Um, we were at pretty much the top of the tower. Yeah. And uh, Havelock had her right near the edge and, like, was grabbing her by the arm oh. and she was struggling. And um, I think he was, like, going to throw her off or I don't know what ending I was supposed to have because I looked at kind of three. I was high chaos. Yeah, mm. uh, <laughs> I had high chaos ending. And I think that officially she's supposed to die in that ending, but I blinked from the side and killed him before he could do his exposition of Corvo entering through the front entrance way and kind of taking her off the edge with him because I googled the ending. (laughs) (laughs) I looked it up and I was like, that's not, I saw that scene. But that's not how mine went down because I blinked to the side and killed him before she even had a chance to, before she had a chance to fall over the edge and me pick her up off the edge or for him to grab her and take her off the edge with him. So I kind of uh, got to formulate a mix of the two endings, I guess. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because I was also on the top, but in, on uh, inside and he was roaming around the room and I was just walking into him. Um, and he started talking to me and said something about if I really wanted to save her, then you know, then I needed to pick up the keys on the table and go to her room and pick her up. And I could, I could just do that. He told me, so I, I, I did that. And so when I picked, when I grabbed the keys, he started attacking me, um, <laughs> and and then I killed him and went and, and picked her up from the room. So yep, though that's my ending, uh, a little bit different than yours. I didn't know that it has a had uh, alternative endings. That's pretty cool, um, pretty fun. Um, yeah, so the other endings that I saw were like, uh, one is you go to him 
You kill him, but Emily falls, like, in the process, grabs onto the edge, and then Corvo grabs her and pulls her up. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, gives him the hug and all that good stuff. Um, the other one is, like, he grabs her and uses her like a shield and gives this spiel about Corvo being just as bad as everyone else and just falls backwards and they both end up dying. Mm-hmm. Um, I got none of those <laughs> because I blinked from the side and killed him before he could do any of those motions. So uh, awesome that the game allows that. Um, but my last negative here is that I didn't really feel like Corvo as a character got much character development. No. Um, it was more of like I was the instrument um, to do whatever it was that I pleased to do within the confines of the game, mm-hmm. which is plenty. But I just felt like there was no real development of Corvo. Like the most that you got to see was whenever he had interactions with Emily. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. But it was just her explaining about him, not necessarily you growing as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with, with you there. It also do feel like, you know that this was probably a game and I think that's how it actually was that you know they didn't expect it to be such a big success they just mm-hmm. you know had an idea and ran with it um, and then it turned out to be a huge success uh, so maybe maybe we'll see that more if, if I don't know I'm interested in checking out the the, the sequel Dishonored mm-hmm. 2 and there's also a few um, DLCs there's three DLCs for the first game and two for the second one I believe something like that so I know um, of two... Oh, yeah. So I think um, two of the DLCs for the first one are based on the Assassin. Mm. Um, and then the other one is just more of like a challenge set of things. That is correct, yeah. Um, but that, that's also a, a, a standalone, it might actually be, I'm not sure. Uh, mm. Or maybe it's the DLC for the sequel, I'm not completely sure. There is a few uh, extra possibilities to, to dive into to this universe. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm really, really tempted to do so at the moment. Uh, might wait until after I'm done with Witcher, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, totally, totally interested in in this world at the moment. I think this game really, it's good. I, I was so yeah. surprised, especially since you know I went in with such a low expectations because of my previous uh, experiences. So. Uh, definitely going to check out Dishonored 2 uh, again, revisited this time with a mouse and keyboard. Yep, and for me, I found the game to be very enjoyable, um, even for those that aren't huge stealth game fans, because I'm not a huge stealth game fan. Um, I always want to be, and then mm-hmm. I start, and I can't be. Um, but I still found this enjoyable. Um, the story is engrossing. There's a lot of world building and lore thrown in if you're into that type of thing. And I just feel like overall, there's there's plenty of enjoyment to be had with this game. And I would definitely suggest it to a plethora of different people. If you're looking for something to play and you've never delved into it, go ahead and give it a try. And apparently apparently you can replay it in different styles and get different ending, endings. And I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, there's a ton of collectibles as well. We didn't really touch on them, but there's a ton of collectibles in the game. Uh, paintings, money... Um, you can find runes to upgrade your dark powers. You can find bone charms to augment your playstyle, give you extra health. Maybe you can eat rats to replenish health. Um, so there's plenty there. If you're willing to go for it, definitely suggest everybody check it out. Other than that, do you have anything else, Marty? No, that's it. All right. So um, did you already have a game for next time or no? No, I actually don't. So let's talk about that after the show. 
Alright, we will do that. So that means that we have reached the end of the show. Thank you, everybody, for coming by. We really appreciate it. And we will see you all in the next one. If you find the need to want to get in touch with us before that episode, you can do so by emailing the show at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at two nerds maybe more. Or you can check out the website, which has this episode and all of our previous ones, at two nerds maybe more.com. Other than that, thank you once again for coming out, and we will see you all in the next one. Bye.